welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. All right, gentlemen, Q&A. Wayne, what episode is this? Do you know? This is Q&A 12, our 47th overall episode. Wow. Q&A 12. Coming up on 50 total. Wow. We we should do episode fifty in person. For sure. Um yeah. uh, I'm down. Goni's the one that lives an hour away. That is true. We could come to me. Uh, we can't that. because all the recording <laughs> software is on this computer right in front of me. Just bring it, man. Bring it with you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh well, yeah, you know, I don't. We've been deemed podcast for the people, you know. Newsweek, ESPN, they, that's what they say. We're just trying to live up to the hype. Um, I'm gonna get right into it. These are, you know, these are the Q and A's, right? Like right after Sunday, it's raw. You know, like you you feel real crappy about your team, or you're trying to strike on somebody else who feels real crappy about their team. Yep. These are the trades that win you leagues. Flawless Spaniard. By the way, these are all dynasty trades. Flawless okay. Spaniard. PPR. Ayuk or Wandell Robinson. Rest of season. Wayne. As as our resident Ayuk hater. Ayuk. Wandell Robinson hadn't really gotten anything this year. And granted, I think your I think your single digit output wherever you go, but uh, give me give me Ayuk. Wandell's been hurt. He hasn't played yet. I mean, the Giants need somebody, right? Yeah, but Daniel Jones is awful. Is he awful because he has nobody to throw to, Goni? No, he's just awful. I mean, <laughs> he, he is pretty awful. But, I mean, we've seen some out of, uh, like, Richie James. Richie James has kind of gotten a couple decent PPR games. And by decent, I mean, like, he's broken double digits a couple times. I don't know if he scored. But he's been okay. For a guy that absolutely not a single soul in this earth drafted, yeah. Um, I would pro. Oh, man, it's so unknown. It's so completely unknown. Just, I mean, I have, want Dale. I have a. I have patented long pauses, and Goni has patented heavy exhales. When we're both thinking yeah. of our answers, when when there's just radio silence when I'm supposed to answer, you're gonna get something good. But when Goni's thinking, you get about a million of these. Allowed push it. Expressive breath. Yeah, dude. Because I'm thinking about it, and I, you know, I just don't want to be completely silent. We don't want the people to think that the episode's over. We just started. Yeah. Question one. Give me, give me Wandale, man. I'm, I'm. It's just purely upside i've got no anything to base it off of the guy's a great athlete they picked him second round was it third third round okay third round um and i mean we haven't seen anything out of Kadarius tony kenny galladay is just sucking up money over there doing nothing and he's he he only has david sills richie james and darius slayton to compete with and darius slayton's never really been anything he'll have like one boom game per season so, I mean, give me the mystery box of Wandale Robinson. I, I get the logic for Wandale, but I'm going to go with Ayuk. He's proven it. You know, he's still wide receiver one out there. 
I don't really count Debo as a wide receiver. Maybe I should. You should. Okay, well, he's wide receiver too. I like how you, man. Did you did you hear a little bit of Kentucky come out and go near right there? Is that he so? Said, he said, Kenny Galladay sitting over there, soaking up money, doing nothing. <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we got a little Kentucky out of our New Yorker there, didn't we? That's the plant coming out right there. Soaking Ouch. up money, doing nothing. <laughs> I love that's it. The worst, that's the worst insult you've ever said to me. <laughs> I, guess, I guess like 13 years will do that to you, though. <laughs> Pickle corn. 12-team PPR tight end premium. So, Goni, I'm going to start with you on this one. Hayden Hurst and Jacoby Myers for Darren Waller and Darnell Mooney. Hayden Hurst and Jacoby Myers, man. Give me them. I, I got burned by Darren Waller last year. He's not really performing very well this year. I I just don't like him. I just don't like him. And Darnell hang, Mooney Hang is, on. Bring it back, Beggs. Bring it back. Beggs, we're over here, man. Beggs, focus up. Focus up. I'm sorry. This is a family show, right? This is a family show. But never mind this. Go ahead. All right. Um, yeah. Not Darren Waller. Give me not Darren Waller, please, for 500. Wayne, who, who are you going with? I, uh, he's snap calling it for some reason. It being a dynasty is a little bit tougher. That being said, uh, I don't know what the future holds for Darnell Mooney as far as that offense is concerned. I'm not a big fan of it. Darren Waller, he had a good season two years ago and hasn't been that great since then. Give me give me the upside of, of Jacoby, his floor. He's got like a 10-point floor, and it's beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah give, me, give me Jacoby and Hunter. I, but I'm I not agree. snap calling it. We're just we're we're slow playing this one. I yeah, I'm I'm with you, Wayne. It's not a snap call at all. I mean, is Hayden Hurst a, a one year guy or is it? You know, I don't know. We'll see. But I agree. I think Hayden Hurst and Jacoby, Sharknado nine eleven. Wayne, I'll go with you. What's the most you'd pay for Brady in a twelve team super flex PPR league? The current owner is zero five. What are you trying to buy Brady off of him with? Not much, man. Brady's not doing good. If there's there's a lot of options that are are better than Brady, if for some reason you're at the spot where you're competitive and you don't have a quarterback in your in in your superflex position, and you're trying to win this year, man, a first is a lot because you're buying him for half of a year, so he's not worth a first to me. I'd give I'd give like a upside bench piece for Tom Brady because obviously that dude's just going to fade out of existence. He's 0-5. He's got Tom Brady. He's not going to have Tom Brady next year. He's not looking to make um, any improvements to win this year. So you could probably get him off of him pretty cheap. That being said, Tom Brady is cheap. So I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't mortgage my future for him, and I wouldn't trade away a, a big piece for him. Again, both because Tom Brady's not having a stellar year, and you're getting him for – not even a whole season in a dynasty. So let's translate that to a pick, a late second or early third. I'd give up a second for him. Goni. Yeah, it's, it's gotta be a second. First is definitely too expensive. As Wayne said. Um, also, if you are planning on doing that, um, I don't remember who asked the question, but 
do it now. Do it before week six happens, before the game is played. Uh, the Bucks play against Pittsburgh. I expect Brady to have one of his better games of the season. He only has one multi-touchdown game so far this year, meaning he's scored. He's thrown for one touchdown in four out of the five. He threw three a couple weeks ago against Kansas City. I expect another multi-touchdown game against Pittsburgh, and that's only going to want to drive the value up for the guy who owns him to try and finagle a first-round pick out of you or mm-hmm. something that is a little more than what you should be given. So make the move now if you're serious about it. Totally agree with you. Big Stones Jones, Wayne, 12-team <laughs> PPR Superflex. Deontay Johnson or A.J. Dillon? This is interesting. This is while while you think this is this to me would have been an easy AJ Dillon before before the season started. Really? Not fast, my friend. Yeah. Before the season started, it's an easy DJ. No, not for a 23, 24 year old running back, but the way that uh, AJ Dillon came off last year, coming into this year, an offense that they were. Yeah, but but you think you think we were all thinking Deontay Johnson is a high end WR two this year. This year, he's definitely they, not now. AJ Dillon, I feel like you were the only one that had him in RB two territory. He was big on both of them being in the top twenty four coming into the season. I I, I I take AJ Dillon now, but he's having a putrid year. I know, but Deontay Johnson isn't having a good year either. Give me the sparse position. I like it. I respect it. Yoni? I'm looking up to see what they're at. So, A.J. Dillon is the running back 33 right now, and Deontay Johnson is the wide receiver 32. So, I mean, yeah, with that being said right there, I'm going to look at these games. So, you know, to me, it's future outlook, right? Like, Deontay is tied to Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh for two more years. Yes, right? yes, but George Pickens is emerging as the one there. Sure, I don't. Do, and Fryermuth's not going anywhere. Um, yeah, a- AJ Dillon just looks bad, man. He's not involved in the passing game. Aaron Jones is still getting majority of the work. But I agree with you. In a dynasty, I'm probably taking AJ Dillon. Same. <laughs> okay, whole lot of words to come to the same conclusion. <laughs> uh, Kai two twelve, Wayne. Ten team superflex, tight end premium. Give Derek Carr, George Pickens a twenty four two and a twenty five two for Kyler Murray. No. Really, Derek Carr is doing fine, and we've already talked about this in a past episode. Derek Carr is going to have five years left in him. Uh, I, I'm not even uh, – Goni, can you look up the the rankings for me really quick? And I know it's going to be kind of skewed because we don't have the full um, Monday night rankings in. Yeah, so looking at it now for the entirety of the season, we're looking at – This will be through week four for Derek Carr. Well, I'm just going to give you what it is right now. We're in the Monday night game of week five, 
And as of right now, Kyler Murray is the QB nine with 108 points. And Derek Carr is the QB 20 with 74 points, which he's, he's playing in this game. So he's not going to catch up. Let's say, let's say he gets 15 points in this game going. Where does that put him? Do you have the, the leaderboard up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it available to me. So that'd give him 89. That would buoy him up to QB 13. What do you think, Wayne? No, still. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't okay. hate. I, I. Thing is, for me with Arizona, don't you feel like Kyler's had a pretty horrible start? Like, he can only get better, right? Or do you think he's a little yeah, off? He's getting DeAndre Hopkins back. He's had a lot of injuries at the receiver position. They haven't been able to get the run game established. Uh, so, so yeah, I agree. I just – that's a lot to give up. A quarterback, a a nice prospect, a wide receiver. I, I'm not big on, on the second-round picks. Next year you might be able to get you a, a quarterback in the second round, though. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's to me that just seems seems like a lot for a okay upgrade at quarterback. Is this super flex or no? Yes. It is. Good luck getting a quarterback in the second, honestly. That's a that's a dart throw for that. Um I'm gonna say that if you believe in Kyler Murray, then go and get your guy. At the beginning of the season, I traded Derek Carr, Cole Komet, who I was very high on, and I think like a first-round pick or something for Jalen Hurts. Um, just because I believed in Jalen Hurts, I thought he was he was going to be great, and he's he's killing it right now. He's the QB three. Um, so it's one of those things where. If you believe in him, I'm always I'm, I'm always down. Sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. Go and get your guy. Uh, but I can also see Wayne's side of the argument as well. I mean, what? You, it, it, don't don't put it back in his don't put the ball back in his court. He's asking us what if if it is if it is your team, what do you do? If it's my team, in a vacuum, I I'm probably going to make the trade. I'll probably go and get Kyler Murray. I'd like to see the roster construction to see how what his wide receivers look like, but and just the rest of it, if he might need those picks in the future. But 24 and 25, I mean, that's two and three years away. That's nothing. Um, I would do it. What, what, what gets me, Wayne, I, I'm on the Kyler side. It's a 10 team. So I think getting a, a quarterback with, with his kind of legs, getting that advantage is huge in a 10 team. 12 team, I agree with you. I'm keeping Carr and Pickens. My thing, my thing is the Raiders got off to a slow start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, Devontae, I get it. They played college together. How many years ago was that? They're, he's got a new offense that he needs to mesh into. Darren Waller hasn't been what he can be. I, I just feel like the best for Derek Carr is yet to come. Is Kyler Murray better? Yes, no doubt. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing that Derek Carr is uh, gonna magically uh, be a top tier quarterback. I just think that Derek Carr, whenever the Raiders can settle it in and figure it out, he's got the best receiver in the NFL. Uh, he is a 
I put him at that 10 range, 10-11. Kyler Murray, his ceiling is 6-7. You know what I mean? So so just for that, and, and that might be, you know, a 50-point gap at the end of the year. I don't know. Uh, that's just kind of where my head is at in regards to the answer to this question. Well, I, I think your logic's sound. I, I really do. I think it's just, you know, he's going to have to make up his own his own mind here. I, I think there's equally good logic on both sides of the trade. Yeah, yeah agreed. Mega Mind Mountain Money, 12-team, super flex, half-point PPR, Wayne, Lockett or Zeke? Oh, <laughs> can I get a few exhales? Oh yeah, I was gonna say you just, there, there's an exhale right there. He does list his roster. If that'll help. Yeah, let me hear it. Wide receivers: Jetta, Waddle, Judy, Pickens, and Ben Skoranek. He's loaded. Running backs: Swift, Dylan, Connor, and Gibson. You got to go Zeke here, right, Gon? Based on roster construction, in a vacuum, uh, in a vacuum, I think I'm taking Lockett this year because I think both of their yeah. value next year is in the dumpster. Uh, so Lockett is the better player this year, but based on his roster, you got to take Zeke here, right? Uh, probably because he needs running backs more than he needs wide receivers. But I am completely on board with with Lockett for for this year, like. I'm looking at his targets over his last four games, 11, 11, 8, 6. He's broken 100 yards twice. He's yeah. coming off a two-touchdown game. Better player like, this year, for sure. But what's uh, what are his receivers again? Jetta, Waddle, Judy, and Pickens. Is he in the starting lineup for you, Gone? Maybe over Judy right now. <laughs> like in a Probably. flex? Probably. And his, running, like and his running backs, and his backs and his running backs are who? D Swift. Swift, Dylan. James Conner and Antonio Gibson. Ugh. Swift yeah. isn't even in there. This man's starting AJ Dylan. In a dynasty though. Gotta keep that in mind. They're they're literally like the at the same age for their position. Like adjusted age. If there was such a thing, I might just be creating a new metric here, but adjusted age for their position being Zeke 27, he's at the downfall of his, and Tyler Lockett is 30 years old, which is the de- decline for his. Um, you're at the same age, like position adjusted. So I'm, I'm with Wayne kind of showing me the light on that, you're probably going to look to play the matchups with Zeke and the rest of those running Swift, especially being hurt now. I mean, you kind of need those running backs. He's, he's going to be on a buy in week six. Hopefully he's back after that, but you don't know if something flares up. The guy is phenomenal, but always gets hurt. So yeah, I'm with Wayne. I'm with Wayne. I'm playing the matchups and I'm going to I'd go with Zeke. Yeah. And I'm on record, not liking Zeke at all. He doesn't look the same, but I think you take Zeke here. Age adjustment, I, I like it. I like the uh, what is it for a tight end? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Thirty-two equals twenty-six. Tight it's end like to running 30, back age. Thirty-five, thirty-six for a quarterback. Uh, kicker forty. Yeah. Forty-year-old <laughs> kicker equals a twenty-six-year-old running back. <laughs> yeah, you're Morton Andersons, you're Adam Vinatieri's. 
Um, ten team PPR Superflex. Wayne, I'm going to start with you. Super Duper seventy five thirty five wants to know. He's giving up Eckler and Dotson. He's getting Javonta Williams, Alec Pierce, and a twenty three second, an early second. Eckler and Jahan Dotson for Javonta, Alec Pierce, and a twenty three early second. He doesn't say if he's competing this year or not. He's not. He says he's not competing. Yeah. You're not trading away Eckler and expecting to compete. Yeah. I feel like Jahan Dotson is, you know, kind of a still kind of a dart throw. I realize that he's kind of had a decent start. Um I feel like Alec Pierce is gonna be better than Jahan Dotson this year overall. Um and then yeah, Eckler's value next year, he's hitting that. He's he's at that running back age where we can start seeing a decline. Um, the Chargers have drafted running backs, what, the past two, three years they've, they've drafted a running back. Um, they've been kind of looking for, for the guy for, for next up. Um, Javante Williams, we all know he's going to be a stud. Melvin Gordon, not going to be there next year. It's going to be Javante's backfield. I feel like he's going to be really good next year. And this is something that I said before this season even started, that I think Javante – um, I ruffled a lot of feathers. I said I don't think he's an RB1 this year um, because of Melvin Gordon being in that backfield. I think he was going to be great next year, and I still feel that he's going to be great next year. Um, so I feel like you're kind of giving up. Is he giving up Eckler? Yes. Yes. I feel like you're giving up your RB1 this year in a year you're not competing for an RB1 next year. Um, and going from Jahan Dotson to Alec Pierce um, is pretty, pretty much a wash, plus you're snagging some picks in the meantime. Yeah, he nailed yeah. it. It's yeah. It it's not a bad. I just can you hold Dotson and trade? Put somebody else in there. It's like for for a rebuilder, he's a good piece to have on your roster. I know he's been a little touchdown dependent, but Washington, he's a first round pick. Yeah, but Carson's yeah. been looking worse and worse. He's he's not looked good, but Carson's. I mean, is he the guy there for the future? Probably not. Yeah, but Dot- do you want do you want a receiver that's stuck in quarterback limbo? You don't, but but you're rebuilding, right? So let's say you're on a two-year curve. I'm trying to retain as much young talent as I can because I can afford for them to bust. That's just what. Is there a guy to throw in there? You know, that's all I'm saying. Do you have to give him up? It's it's probably going to be someone youthful. He's sending out youth, so he probably wants some back in return. Yeah, it's a ten team too. So Jahan's value is definitely a little bit lower. Yeah, he definitely shouldn't be. St- the The other guys in this league or in the trade definitely aren't starting. Yeah, that's true. Okay, Connor, 24-22. It's a 10-team, half-point PPR, 2QB, not a super flex. He says he's rebuilding, but there's weekly punishments for the lowest score, which is interesting. He has a chance to make the playoffs. He just got offered Devonta Smith. In an early 23-1 for Alvin Kamara and Tyler Boyd. He's smashing it, right? Yes. Super smash. Wayne, are you super smashing it? Yep. Yep. Is there is there an ultra, ultra mega smash? <laughs> <laughs> the super ultra mega mega sp- smash. Uh, ex- explore shit. Sorry. That's his username. 12-team, two-quarterback, and two-tight end 
it's a Devi league, which I don't know for people who don't know what a Devi league is, you draft college players and they stay on your team like a farm system in fantasy. So there's no rookie draft. He's giving up Tank Bigsby, who right now is projected to be a top six running back off the board in 2023, and a 24-1 to get Zach Wilson and Pat Fryermuth. Are you guys looking to get stock in Zach Wilson and Pat Fryermuth in a two-quarterback, two-tight-end league? Yeah. How many teams is it? 10 or 12? 12. Man, with that, I feel like you almost have to. I think you do, too. I think you have to. I think that's a no-brainer. Yep. Ryan, 89-71. Wayne, it's a super flex. 12-team PPR. Zach Wilson, Judy, 23-1 in two twenty-three seconds for Justin Herbert. You smashing it? Zach Wilson, Jerry Judy, 23-1 in two seconds for Herbert. I believe I am. I believe I, I am. am. I, don't, I don't think the Herbert guy does it. Maybe not, but we're Personally. smashing the one who offered it. Well, yeah, 100%. 100%. Definitely do that, but I don't, I don't know if that's enough. Uh, Justin Herbert and Josh Allen are almost untradeable in a Superflex league, right? Almost. I mean, and Jalen Hurts, if he continues this way this season, he's going to be the same. Goni Goni tried to get Josh Allen off of me in a in a in a super flex twelve team um, a yeah. couple weeks ago, and just uh, gave me the most trash cans offer. Just spit I didn't. spit on spit right in my eyeball. I offered him I offered him Kirk Cousins, Debo Samuel, and I think like a mid level running back. And he came back with, I want DeAndre Swift, Debo Samuel, and Marcus Mariota. That's too rich for my blood. I think that's pretty fair, dude. For, 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 the, for the best player in fantasy when it comes to Superflex? It's too much. I'm with it's Wayne. I'm with Wayne. I don't even know that I would I would take that, Wayne, because Mariota's going to be a backup next year. He's got like five quarterbacks, anyways. He he doesn't need it. Yeah, dude, I was stashing quarterbacks. Boy, there are gonna be people it's knocking just, on my door. Kirk Cousins is would be the second best. Actually, he'd probably be the best on his team after Josh Allen. I have I also have Justin Herbert, so I was trying to get the absolute super smash of Josh Allen and Justin Herbert for my my QB and super flex QB. Goni, if you if you took your first offer and threw in a twenty three one, I think both sides equally win there. You wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't. Really? No. I would do that. Depending on who the mid level running back is, if it's Josh Jacobs or like is that mid level? No. He says mid level. I'm pretty sure it was somebody that w- wouldn't crack my starting lineup. I don't I don't remember. I don't remember. He was he I'm was offering sure me would. he was offering me Debo and a bunch of bench players. No, for the best player in fantasy. Him, I offered him Debo, Kirk Cousins, and a mid level running back. That was literally the entire trade. Not a bunch of anything. No, okay. I do think you're okay. Off. So he you're offered paid. me Debo and two bench players. Kirk Cousins would start on your team. Okay. You know what? I'm not even. I'm not even going to get into this with you. I, I want to, but I'm not. Okay. Bob's high for the Q&A. Just call me Steve-O. 
Wayne, that's a super flex question. So as our resident super flex mastermind, I'm going to start with you. 12 team, one PPR. He lists his, sorry, I had to kind of read it again. It Concussion protocol. Kind of tri- tripped me up. His quarterbacks are Pickett, Baker Mayfield, and Desmond Ritter. Oh. It is super flex, gentlemen. Let's let's assume he's rebuilding, whether he wants to be or not. Yes. <laughs> he ain't winning, my guy. He has running backs. He's got Brees, ETN, Kenneth Walker, Dobbins, and Pacheco. Who are you giving up there to go get a quarterback? And what quarterback are you getting? He specifically mentioned Zach Wilson. I'm assuming he just is kind of thinking of a buy low quarterback with one of these running backs in a super flex. Um, he has Brees, ETN, Kenneth Walker, Dobbins, and Pacheco. Of those, would you trade any? And if so, what would you trade for? I'm, I'm trying to pair ETN after a decent week and Dobbins for Tar. Maybe a little bit better than Carr. Stafford? A mass Stafford. Dak? Mm, I don't know that the Dak guy would do it, but I'm also not, don't have a lot of faith in Dak. Okay. He Anyone is better than what he's got. Literally anyone. Yeah, and if you Gino go with Smith. ETN go and Dobbins, if you go with ETN and Dobbins, then you can still start Brees, who's doing very well this year. Kenneth Walker, we we talked about him last episode. He's going to get an increased role, so you can still you can still roster a decent starting lineup um, in your running back position. ETN's coming off a good week. Dobbins has high uh, capital, that uh, just a good name. I think you can get a top ten quarterback for ETN and Dobbins. Okay, I like it. If, you, if you're a Kyler Murray in a super flex, if you're a Kyler Murray owner, do you consider trading him for ETN, Dobbins, and a first? No. Eh. I'm thinking about it going. I'm not snap snap it, it. It depends on how badly I need running backs or how willing I am to spread out some depth. It's really hard to throw a quarterback like that without getting one back. That means you have to have like at least a suitable backup and a a strong QB2. That's why I kind of was quick to say no. If if you're a Murray owner, Dobbins, ETN, Kenny Pickett and a first. Yes. Probably, yeah. I'm taking that. <clears throat> there you go. Just call me Steve. You have your answer. But can he afford get it, letting Kenny Pickett go? Because then he's just got Kyler Murray and Baker. Desmond Ritter is going to get the job eventually. He is. Right? Yeah. He might get a start in his career. The trade machine. One of Wayne's. You know, when you get Wayne off of hosting, just another talent. A walk trade machine. There you go. Just call me Steve. has actually got another question. Goni, I'm going to start with you because I think I know Wayne's answer. It's a 12-team super flex, one PPR, probably the same league. Pick a side. Jamison Williams and DJ Moore or Amon Ra? Jamison Williams and DJ Moore. Wayne, are you taking that side as well? Yeah. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah. To- totally agree there. Uh, just a couple more. We'll shut it down. Exciting cellist, 34-52. They almost had me on that one. When it's a super flex question, so I'll start with you. It's a 12-team half PPR. Give Aaron Jones a 23 first, a 23 second for Waddle. It's an early first. No. How early? Doesn't say. Let's assume one to four. I always assume three. But no. 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 Why? Because Waddle is the number two. Aaron Jones... Uh, I'm on record saying he's going to be great this year. He's he's coming off a 10 point game this week, which obviously wasn't great. But he's he's a high end tier two running back. No, just devil's advocate. He's 27. Is that I said devil's advocate? He's 27. Does that scare you? No, because he's not used like a like a bruiser. You know what I mean? Like he 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 takes a lot of receiving work. You got Zeke, uh, and we we use Zeke as an example a lot because that man is a lot of between the tackles, uh, I agree. straight at your face. Yep. He's his the mileage on his body is different from Aaron Jones. Absolutely, Aaron Jones is. Uh, I believe he's un, under contract for the next two seasons. I think he's an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty five. So I think you're going to get starting value out of him for the next two years. Um, obviously, with 2024 being like a back-end RB2 is what I'll put him at, just based on age regression. And Jalen Waddell, I don't, I'm just haven't been too impressed with him. And and if it's a if it's a number three pick next year, snag your running back, snag your replacement. If you're really down, and this is a super flex, so I mean that that third pick could be could be a good quarterback to slot in because you got to think if you're not the number one pick they're probably going to take the highest uh, rated quarterback so if you need uh, I always in super flexes you should probably go with the best available quarterback as long as they're going into a position to be successful in the NFL but like if you need something else as the number three pick in a super flex draft you pretty much have picked the litter when it comes to skill positions. So you can fill that need there. Aaron Jones is going to have value on your roster for the next two years. And Jalen Waddle is just a good piece. I mean, that's that's really all I can put him at, his value. is He's a good piece. Goni, we asked for a why, and he gave us a hearty bowl of... <laughs> Bowl of wife. It's like a very filling vegetable stew of logic. I like it. Very well said. Goni, do you agree? Four course meal of why, basically. First off, Begley, tip it a cup. Tip it a cap. Uh yes. Um Yeah, he, he did a great job. Yeah, I, I can't there's nothing else I can say that he didn't say. I totally agree with him. hundred yeah. percent. Uh I can't say this guy's name. Acantho Cephalella Dole, 95. 12-team PPR. Team A, Jamar Chase. Team B, Sutton, Hawkinson, Montgomery. Goni. Oh, man. This is a rough one. Sutton, Hawkinson, Montgomery for for Jamar. 12-team PPR. Yeah, I'll probably do it. 
I'll probably do it. Cortland Sutton's not doing too bad, honestly. Even though the offense is atrocious, they get penalized amongst the most in the league. And Russell Wilson looks like the shiniest 250 million turd our li- our eyes have ever ever seen. Um, yeah, give me that side. Hawkinson's still like a young tight end that has extreme draft capital. You you've seen what he can do. He put up nearly a 40 point game. I mean, and then he also almost gave you a goose. But uh, positional scarcity. At the tight end spot, you're getting a running back. You're, you're filling needs is what you're doing. You're spreading out Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase hasn't been superstar stud like he was last year so far. So uh, I'd take it. Wayne, are you? Uh, do you agree? Yes, and I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk the listeners into submission to agreeing with me. Uh, like I feel like I did last last question. You, you yeah. really. You really didn't look. I, it came across like I was giving you a hard time, maybe, but I really wasn't. It was very, it was a very well thought out response. <laughs> I was giving you props, uh, honestly. Yeah, I, but but I agree with Goni. Jamar Chase isn't um, showing us what we saw last year yet. He's still, you know, tier one. Don't don't feel like you're down on him. But the Broncos have not been playing good. But Cortland Sutton's still been putting up decent points. Hawkinson, whenever they figure it out. He's he's a good player. Like I said, if if you got a guy that can drop forty points, then um, you obviously want him on your team. But like Goni said, you might just kind of get as as me and Goni as the team we co own. We've had uh, the worst of tight end woes. So mm-hmm. any position, as even if it's the tight end position that you can shore up with somebody with talent, um, that's always good. And then who was the third? David Montgomery. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's a that's a high end RB two when he's healthy. I'd rather yeah, short multiple positions. Quick little tidbit. I just looked it up real quick, and in a full point PPR, Jamar Chase is surprisingly number twelve. Cortland Sutton number eleven. And, yeah. and again, five. And again, the Broncos are not looking good. So if he's a number eleven in a offense that looks bad. Imagine when they figure it out. Yeah. Which, by the way, we called on our preseason rankings. We did have Sutton up there. I don't know that he was quite all the way up there, but he was up there. Uh, I agree. I, I don't like Montgomery here. I know Goni has an undying love for Chicago skill players that I'll never understand. But, um, I, yeah, you, you take the trade. Uh, Rum Runner, 323. Wayne, super flex. Right up your alley right here. 12 team. Russ Wilson or Trey Lance? Oh, he's one in four this year, but he's got the fifth highest point scored. So he's just got some bad luck, which I feel that. Russ Wilson. Johnny. Yeah, I think you probably take Russ Wilson as well. If I throw it's, it- it's hard to come off of a man it, like Trey Lance is still completely unproven right now. I, like I love the hype that the man carries and his athleticism and all this and that, but at some point you have to think, we just mentioned it. They're going to get it figured out. Russell Wilson is going to get his, his stuff together. He does have a torn lat though. And his throwing shoulder don't know how long that's been going on for. So, you know, it's kind of a little easier to pin the woes on that. But yeah. is that, is that Baker injury? Or is that a real injury? I, I don't deep? know. 
So they said it's it's an upper lat. So it's like it's you got to think it's like right by, you know, Begley. You and I had our lifting days. We we uh, it's it's impossible to tell now if you saw us, but you know in our early twenties uh, we we were gym rats. We got strong. We were bull oxen. Uh, loved loved pushing the iron. I I know after back day like uh, we when we would do lat deadlifts even. Uh, it was it, if you if you ever got a cramp in your lat. Or even if you were tight in your lat, wiping wiping my butt was very very difficult. So I can only assume with that knowledge that throwing a football, throwing throwing a seed of a football with a t- torn lat, even if it's partial, I I can only imagine how difficult that is. I'm sure I'm, it's got to be horribly difficult. I, I, but you got to think this guy's getting injections of thirty injections of Toradol before he's out there on the field. He's not feeling yeah. any, not even his own emotions when he's out there. Yeah, he's just numb. yeah. But you still you need to be able to feel your body parts that are you're using to throw things. You're right. You're right. I, it's for us. Don't give up on him yet. He'll be okay. I right, just a couple more. We're gonna shut it down. Jay Smith or twelve. Would you trade George Pickens for a likely top three twenty three one? Yes. Snap call. Wayne loves George Pickens. I'd love to hear what he says here. Likely, it's still a gamble going, but you're still doing it. Still yes. Okay. Wayne? Uh I I I'm not snap calling it, but I'm all about positional scarcity. I'm probably more on board with passing on George Pickens this year to get a better running back, a, a top-tier running back, if I have, like, a top-three pick. Fair enough. Mutton Chop, would you trade Christian Kirk for Stevenson or Damian Pierce? Yep. Man. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Either one, honestly. Yep. Um, yep. Probably Damian Pierce is, would be my preferred option. Agreed. Definitely. But, yeah, either one is fine with me. All right, last two. 15, Neptune 15, 10-team, super, super flex PPR. Going, I'm going to let you go first because you haven't gone first yet. A 23-1, Zamir White and James Cook for DK Metcalf. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's 10-team. It's 10-team. James, exactly. James Cook and Zamir White are nothing right now. So um, he has these. He's giving them up for DK. You're still what's using- that? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I got it backwards. I I pulled away. I'm with you. Give me. Yeah. DK. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm trading away those two running backs that don't mean anything to their respective offenses yet in that first round pick, and I'm I'm getting DK. He's a an elite talent. Wayne, hundred percent agree. Do you feel like he's giving up too much for DK? Can he scale it back? No, I I feel like he's gonna have to give up that, because uh, like Goni said, Zamir White and James Cook are nothing. You're this man's taking on three prospects for a proven uh, stud wide receiver. So I mean, I don't I don't think he can drop it down to two prospects. Okay. Last one. 
CP3 2000. This one's interesting. It's a 10 team super flex PPR tight end premium. Wayne. Team A, Jetta. Team B, Jamar Chase, Lockett, Kareem Hunt. This is very interesting to me. This one's easy for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't wait to hear. See, that, that's, he's got me a little confused here. Uh, Jamar Chase who and, and Kareem Hunt? Lock it. Dynasty Superflex. I'm a, while he while he takes his ponder his ponderance. Are you done, Wayne? Sorry. Is your ponderance over with? Yes, I'm going to say it because I don't want to be swayed by anything Goni says. Uh, I, but I will say, Goni, whatever you're about to say, if you disagree with me, I respect your opinion. Um, <laughs> I'm going Same. with Jay Jetta here. I think he's going to be a top three receiver, maybe even top two um, for possibly the next decade. Um, the only thing that's keeping that, that the only reason I thought for so long is I'm not sure what Kareem Hunt's value is going to be next year. I don't know if he's going to go somewhere where he can be the number one. Um, but as is, I I want to take, I want to take the guy that I think is going to be top tier at his position for years and years and years. Not to say Jamar Chase isn't. I just think Jay Jetta's got way more talent. So are you taking Jetta or the Jamar Chase side? I'm taking Jetta. Goni. Taking the Jamar Chase side, uh, personally. I know he's kind of been underperforming a little bit. He came out real hot to start the season. 10 receptions, 129 yards, and a touchdown. And, I mean, he's been kind of mild lately. That's fine. Jed has been crushing it. He had also his worst fantasy performance ever a couple weeks ago where he only put up like four points or something. This is full PPR also, by the way, uh, Mad Mob. But, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at, just for this year even, Chase's matchups for the whole rest of the season for the most part are just beautiful. Um I think, obviously, I'm sure the whole fantasy community has Jetta and Jamar Chase 1-2, no matter which way you're looking at them, as the young stud wide receivers of the upcoming generation here. Uh, so it's that it's that Jamar Chase is tied to Burrow for like his career, pretty much. Uh, Jetta's going to have one more year of, of Kirk Cousins. And then you don't know what happens after that. I completely agree with Wayne. He's probably going to be a top two, top three. He might be the best this year, next year. He might. He's, he's got that kind of finish. But we've also seen that Jamar Chase is capable of those thirty-point games on any given day. So I like that, and then I just like the depth pieces as well. Uh, Lockett's having a good year. Um, you can. He's becoming kind of a weekly play if you need him. And Kareem Hunt, just another running back. Another running back you can throw in. Um, wherever he goes next year, he's going to have some value to him. You know, any, any team that gets him is going to be paying for his services. So I, I just like the package deal. I, I'm i with Wayne, and this was an easy one for me as well, now that I think about it a little bit more. I take Jetta. 
tell you why. I've seen people rank Jamar Chase above Jetta because they like that he's going to be tied to Joe Burrow, right, in perpetuity. I think T. Higgins. I don't think Cincinnati lets T. Higgins walk out the door. And very rarely do you see Jetta or you see Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins both put up massive games. It really just doesn't happen. Jetta's not going to have any competition. Kirk Cousins is going to be in Minnesota for two more years. That's going to coincide with Jetta's rookie deal. He's probably going to be out of Minnesota if Kirk Cousins leaves. He's going to pick where he gets to go. I don't see him going anywhere where there's not an established QB unless he just chases the bag like in Houston or something. Why? Why don't you think he would re-sign with Minnesota? He he might, but if you're a big-time wide receiver, he can pretty much pick any team in the league he wants and they'll pay him his value. Why would you not go with a QB? I think okay, Metcalf didn't. I think I think coming out of your rookie deal, I see what you're saying. I think anytime you come out of your rookie deal, your first your first contract, you're always chasing the bag. Because this is the one that's going to set you up. I, and I know you're thinking, well, this man's already a millionaire. But uh, this second contract is really what sets these guys up for life. I think that first deal outside of the rookie contract is is where is the only time they really chase the bag. I mean, it's, see, but, but, but I Minnesota's going like, to pay him. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. You don't let him get to free agency if you're Minnesota. You well, don't he, do he's, it. He's unrestricted. It's not. He's not going to have a choice. I mean, it's not Minnesota. They can't keep him. He's going to be unrestricted. What's his no. no, They'll no, extend no. him. They're going to extend him in his third or fourth year as soon as he becomes eligible. If he agrees to it. But Bro, he, they're going to throw that man record-breaking money. He's going to agree. He's going to agree. I'll, but, put, a, I'll put a doink on it. <laughs> Let me ask you this question, right? If you're, if you're Jetta, Minnesota is going to throw you money. But the reality is you look at Minnesota's roster with an aging Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins is going to be gone. Minnesota, they're going to have to rebuild. They're, going to, they're kind of like Seattle was this year, right? They got some aging superstars. And DK did what? He re- now, I'm not saying he's not, but DK and Jed are two different animals. Jed, uh, if, if you're his camp, you know I'm getting, I'm getting paid this similar bag by any team in the league, essentially. Right? I mean, he's the he he'll be a the highest paid wide receiver ever. Won't be close, no matter where he goes. He could stay in Minnesota. They, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, they, you know, I'm sure he's got family there. He's established. There's other factors at play. But if you care about winning, he's gonna get the bag regardless. I think DK's a little different. I don't know that he could have got. He's not gonna I, get the same bag Jed is gonna get. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying is that he, he's he's getting the bag whether he's playing for you know Joe Schmo's under center in Minnesota if he goes um, yeah. to Kansas City and, and plays. Yeah. He, he's going to make the same amount of money. Uh, to Goni's point, though, they're, it, he'll, he's going to have this option you know, probably next year, probably next year, where he can make – he can set a record for quarterback for wide receiver money and make – tens of millions more per year than he was making before or he can wait another year or two still make make way less than that for the next year or two just to give you a heads up i'm gonna compare it to the lamar situation i think he'll do something similar bro about- 
We'll see. It, it just it, I think it comes down to the patience. He he might just want the bag now and not have to wait another year or two for the bag. He might just want it now, get his guarantee. That's that's what that's how a lot of these teams retain their talent. Is they're like, listen, you can play another year before unrestricted, but torn ACL, torn Achilles, broken fibula, your value plummets. Or we can give you a bunch of guaranteed money right now before the season even happens. And ninety nine times out of a hundred, I would rather not chance losing value uh, give me my guaranteed money his situation is just unique he's he's losing he's gonna have to he's gonna have a rookie quarterback right in minnesota his numbers are gonna go down and and i I, again if you're a competitor and he seems to be a competitor right is that is that what you want is that what you what you want your legacy to be you know what i mean I, I think he goes the Lamar route. I, I think he says no. He explores the open market. I don't think they let him. They don't let him. They give him stock options. They throw everything but the kitchen sink at him. They like uh, he's actually he can probably take the kitchen sink home with him. To be honest <laughs> with you, um, sure. and you just don't let him go. I, it, I think I think he's gonna roll up to his. $20 million Miami Beach mansion in his Bugatti Veyron, uh, get to his front door, kick off his, you know, Jordan Dior's, walk across his Persian rug and, and sit on that, sit on that nice couch and not give a crap about his legacy. <laughs> hey, he, Same. He might, dude. Same. He might. But some dudes are built different, man. AJ Brown declining Tennessee's option and going to Philly was the best thing for his career possible. It was also about the money. They couldn't pay him the money that he wanted. It was the best. It was the best move for his career. Philly was paying him more money, so it makes sense. <laughs> sure, but it was the best move for his career, though. He was chasing money, though, is what it was. Offer him an option before his rookie deal was up, like like you're like you're saying that they'll do to Jetta, which they will. If if they did, he did not accept it. I don't know if they did or not. Boys, since it's since we're on the subject, I, and because it's relevant to the original question, what what are the what's the Chiefs dynamic look like if Kareem Hunt doesn't roundhouse that girl in the face, and they got to keep Kareem Hunt as their RB one all these years? Dude, I think it makes a difference. That's that's too big of a what if, bro. Because they they don't draft Clyde Edwards Hilaire and yeah and that's a first round talent elsewhere that you could have what exactly do you mean, that's what I'm saying man like do they beat yeah. do they, do they beat Tampa it, do they does Mahomes have another Super Bowl they probably get an offensive lineman because if you remember that first Super Bowl or the second one. He was getting pressured like crazy. They yeah, had no line. They, they get another Super Bowl, right? Maybe, maybe two more. I don't know. That's a little. That's maybe. a little far fetched, but it's possible. Maybe. Gon, you don't think like in, in in Wayne too. You guys don't think right now the New York Giants are in Jay Jetta's ear, selling him on the Big Apple. No. The fame, the endorsements outside of Minnesota. Well, no, 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 no. This goes against your entire original argument when you're bringing up 
uh, he he'll go somewhere with an established quarterback. That that goes against your whole argument talking about New York Giants. Yeah, it does. I, that's about it. It's a bad example. I'm just saying that you don't. If you don't think the other other teams in the league are tampering all over this contract negotiation, you're you're, you're dead wrong, man. There's only going to be a handful of teams that have the cap space to the cap space and need to sign a Justin Justin Jefferson type talent. If the L.A. Chargers come calling, Keenan Allen's off the books, Eckler's off the books, can, can Jetta refuse getting a similar bag? Can, he, can you refuse it? I, I couldn't. It's Minnesota. It's Minnesota, gentlemen. It is Minnesota. Maybe Moss got out of Minnesota. After 100 years. Not a, he went to New England in his prime. He went to in his Oakland. Prime. And then he left Oakland. We traded a seventh round pick for him. Um, was, it was it Oakland before the Pats? It was, and he wanted no part of Oakland. And uh, yeah, eh, you know, we got uh, Randy Moss. Won a Super Bowl with him. Won a Super Bowl. Set records with him. Stephon still Diggs. Has, he still has that record to this day, actually. Stephon Diggs got out of Minnesota. It's Minnesota, it's cold. It's really cold. Is, it, is that it? Is that what we have? Because he went <laughs> no. straight to Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, I know, where it's really cold also, and it snows a lot. Yeah. It's yeah, Minnesota. It's cold. Dude, have you all seen like the 30 for 30s, like the Four Falls of Buffalo and, and uh, the L.A. to Marino one? Yeah. Players literally don't like going to cold places. Stephon Diggs did. He got paid. But – Play it's a, it, it matters. I'm just saying. I, I think Jed is a better talent than Chase personally. I, I just think Chase gets vultured by T. Higgins. Cold weather, cold weather doesn't matter anymore. You got the 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 jig is up. We have uh, Tom Brady that wore a scuba suit. The jig is up. Scuba suit keeps you warm. Then you have uh, I forget who it was. He was a defensive end. He just did an interview. And they were like, how do all these defensive players not wear sleeves in single-degree weather? They use something called Tiger Balm. They rub it all over their arms, and it closes their pores. And it makes it to where there's, like, no feeling, and it blocks the wind. They just lather their bodies in a, in a secret juice that makes it weatherless outside. Conditions don't matter as much, man. It matters. It, you it know matters. what, Mad Mob? If those sorts of fun facts are what you're here for, then I, don't, I can't help you. Tiger Bomb for, for MVP. A premature MVP. No, it's for not MVP. premature. Tiger Bomb for MVP. MVP.